everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1998 graduation party classic Can't Hardly Wait one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. I almost said 1990 graduation party classic. Oh, that would be a different movie. Yeah. I and don't. probably not a probably not actually a graduation party classic because I can't think of a 1990 graduation party movie. I can't. I don't know that I can think of anything that came out in 1990. Same. There was probably a Disney animated. I don't know though. Maybe not know because Little Mermaid was 89. 89, right? And Aladdin was 92. And uh, no, Beauty and the Beast was 92. Aladdin was 91. Oh, okay. I think. Hold on. This isn't important in any way, but it is also crucially important. The James yeah, Anderson no, it's story. crucially important. Yep. 1990, The Rescuers Down Under. Oh, okay. That's why nobody remembers, because it was a sequel. Right. DuckTales, the movie The Treasure of the Lost Lamp, was also released in 1990. Oh, okay. Yeah. So se- both sequels, and Rescuers, at least, was a sequel to a movie that most people don't really think about. Yeah, that had come out uh, 13 years prior, so... Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Beauty and the Beast then came out in 91 and then Aladdin in 92. Okay. Nightmare Before Christmas in 93 and then Lion King in 94. Woof. That was a golden age. Someone should call that the golden age of Disney. But no one does. Um, So. It's minute 55. Yes. Which begins with Scott Bayo. Ugh. I love this piece of acting by Ethan Embry. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. And I have it going through the angel saying he got out of that car. Mm. Okay. And my only note okay. for this minute. Good. I'm <laughs> hoping that you have information. I, I knew you would have a lot of information. Uh, but my only note is the angels Scott Bayo story. Right. Okay. I'm going to get my last note out of the way first. Okay. Anyone who hears what we talk about in this minute or is watching this minute on along with us or whatever and is thinking of a particular simpsons quote do not worry i thought of it too in the words of kanye i'm gonna let her finish and then we'll do the simpsons quote we'll do that on monday um so okay anyone who's worried about that about me not getting it or whatever i got it it's coming on monday i've already made the draft of the of the thing and pasted the quote in so let's talk about scott bayo for a little bit yeah tell me about scott bayo Okay, so he was in 130 episodes of Happy Days. Okay. Uh, 17 episodes of Joni Loves Chachi. That's all that there were. I could have sworn that that show was on for longer. Um, Nick at Night lied to me, apparently. And then 126 episodes of Charles in Charge. Okay. Um, he was also on Arrested Development uh, with Henry Winkler and Ron Howard. Um, Ron Howard did the voiceover for Arrested Development, and Henry Winkler was, in, uh, was uh, the lawyer in Arrested Development. So that's okay. fun. They were all on Happy Days together. So, okay. um, actually... Uh, I've, so, ne- I've never seen Scott Bayo in anything except, I guess, Arrested Development if right. I watched as far as when he was on it. He was in the first season because I've only seen the first season. Okay. Um, okay. Maybe he was their lawyer. I get... Anyways. Anyways. So, okay. So, uh, Fo- Henry Winkler played Fonzie. The Fonz. Right. Arthur Fonzarelli. I did, uh, right. Um, Chachi was Fonzie's cousin. Okay. Um, and then Ron Howard was Richie Cunningham, the, we'll say, star. Basically, he was the star of Happy Days basically up until the third season. Actually, we're going to get to that in a second. So, Okay. Okay, so then the, the angel says, uh, not to mention, uh, she loved him on uh, on Happy Days. Not to mention Joni loves Chachi. 
and she hated Joni. Yes. Um, so I thought now would be a good time to talk a little bit about Aaron Moran, who played Joni Cunningham, who was Richie Cunningham's little sister and the love interest of Chachi on Happy Days. And then they got a spinoff okay. called Joni Loves Chachi that did its 17 episodes. And then they both came back to be on Happy Days after it was done. Um, oh. And then Happy Days ended with their wedding. Okay. So she was on uh, Happy Days and Joy Loves Chachi, 239 episodes of Happy Days, and then 17 of Joy Loves Chachi. Um, I looked up the credits in common between this and those two shows. No credits in common on Joy Loves Chachi. Five music people between Happy Days and Can't Hardly Wait. And okay. Jenna Elfman doesn't have any titles in common with either Scott Bayo or Aaron Moran. And then I made this connection. Remember how I was saying last week about how I was reminded of uh, American Graffiti because Preston is waiting for that phone call or like trying to make that phone call at the abandoned yeah. place? Mm-hmm. So in 1972, there was a show called Love American Style, which had an episode called, um, well, it was originally called Love and the Television Set, and then it was retitled to Love and the Happy Days, um, which was basically Happy Days in one episode of a TV show. From that, they made an, a pilot for Happy Days, which didn't get aired. But George okay. Lucas saw the unaired pilot for Happy Days and was like, that Ron Howard guy is pretty good. He's certainly grown up since he was Opie. I'm going to cast him in my movie, American Graffiti, where he plays okay. a teen in the 1950s. So that movie was incredibly successful in 1973. And it did two things. It gave George Lucas a career and allowed him to make Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And it made ABC take a renewed interest in Happy Days and therefore give uh, Ron Howard and uh, Henry Winkler and all these people careers. Um, and so, like I said, the first two episodes were all about Richie Cunningham. And then people and like he was like this innocent kid who was like trying to not run into trouble or whatever. And then right. from season three to the end, uh, it was more about Fonzie because he was a more interesting character, because he was like a high school dropout. And like, he's really cool, but he's also really like tough and like hard to get through to, but he's loyal to his friends. It was sort of a more dynamic character. Sure. Um, and then, of course, uh, Happy Days spun off into lots of shows like Laverne and Shirley and Mork and Mindy and, and Joni of Chachi and Charles. Oh, no, sorry. I always think it spun off to Charles in Charge, but Charles in Charge is unrelated, even though Chachi's real name was Charles... And that was both played by Scott Baio. Oh. In my head canon, Chachi is Charles, who becomes in charge after he marries Joni. But that is clearly not um, the fact. And so then uh, Fonzie became one of the most merchandised characters of the 1970s. And Henry Winkler became a major star. And so I wrote as a little note for, for the me's of the world. So without George Lucas, there would be no MacGyver because Henry Winkler produced MacGyver. Um, oh, okay. So... She goes on to say that he was doing a mall tour right after his first season on Charles in Charge. That was easy to look up. So that would mean that it was the, probably the summer of 1985. Okay. Which is 13 years prior to this. So if she is 16, like she says at the beginning, when she sees him at the mall, mm-hmm. that would mean she's 29 now. Okay. So maybe she's between 29 and 31, depending on when the peak of her love for Scott Bayo that she points to being 16 and when she heard that he was going to be on a mall tour, happened. Sure. So she's in her late 20s, early 30s, um, which makes me feel kind of old a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, then, so then we see the camera sort of zoom in on Preston. And this is the moment I talked about earlier in the week where, like, 
he doesn't care about her story, doesn't care about her story. And then he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. She's telling a story that is very much like what I'm going through, only with Scott Bayo. So he starts mm-hmm. to, because um, she's like, you know, I, I knew I needed to see him. I, if I didn't, I was going to regret it, all this stuff. And then she's like, um, you remember he was wearing that uh, that red bandana? You know that red bandana that Chacha always wore? And Preston's like, yeah. And I wrote, do you think Preston knew that Chachi always wore a red bandana? Because I don't. <laughs> I bet Preston did. I feel like knowledge of obscure things like Chachi's costuming right. is on brand for Okay, Preston. that's fair. That's fair. I, I took it as sort of like a, if she called him on it, I felt like he would be like, oh, I mean, no. But I was just like, yes, okay, in the story. Whatever, but you're probably right. He probably, he probably is like, oh, I know Joni loves Chachi, sure. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So uh, we're going to get the rest of her story, but um, I think Preston is starting to see that this story relates to him, and that is fine because the angel is basically telling him a parable, but things aren't as quite as they appear, Aaron, and it may be that one or both of them is not understanding uh, the situation as it is uh, presenting itself, but we'll find out more about that next week. Yes. And that's all I have. Oh, wow. I was expecting at least 10 more minutes of Scott Bayo information. So, okay. I mean, yeah, he, I'm, it, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not, compl- I'm not complaining. I think that ending on a light, uh, a, a shorter episode is totally fine. I just, I was like, Scott Bayo's got to give lots of research material Oh, well, okay, let me tell you, let me tell you two things. Uh, he has a lot of vowels in his last name. Um, that's He fun. does. Yeah. His first credit was a movie that my dad and stepmom showed me called Bugsy Malone. Have you ever heard or seen this movie? I have heard of it. I assume, I've always kind of assumed that it was like a noir detective, or not noir detective, but like a um, noir mob. Right. Kind of, like a Dick Tracy, but not... Not comic booky, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it is. You're you're right about every little bit of that, except for one key detail. All of the characters are played by kids. Uh, oh, oh. So it's all of this like, like not there's not like gun stuff or whatever, but like, uh huh. It's like, and uh, Scott Bayo plays the title character Bugsy Malone, who owns this club. And, like, there's a love interest that is also, like, a nine-year-old kid or whatever. And so it's this weird, like, why was this made? But also, it's sort of interesting to see, like, kids do adult things. Like, not adult things, but, like, like have, like, grown-up conversations. Like, about, like, you know, taxes and whatever. Um, Bootlegging, I guess. Um, It's a weird movie. Yeah, Um, it sounds like it. It feels like it was very long and like I kept falling asleep during it. Um, I think it's just because it was a, like an early 70s movie. And so they didn't have the pacing that I was used to. <laughs> yeah. And so that's on me. But uh, it's a weird thing to rem- have remembered that he was in uh, as a child. And if I remember, um, or at least when I'm listening to this on, you know, on the day it comes out, um, I'll see if I can find some some pictures of him as Bugsy, Bugsy Malone because... He was a cute kid, and he looks good sure. as a gangster, so. All right. Yeah, Bugsy Malone. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, if you would like to talk to us about Bugsy Malone, mm-hmm. um, or Scott Bayo, or, sure. I mean, anything, but those were our 
key things that we discussed today, I guess. Mm-hmm. Joni uh, loves Chachi. Joni loves Chachi. Uh, you can do so on Twitter at JE underscore Minute Movies. Mm-hmm. Individually, I'm at Unabashedly Aaron, and I will not be able to contribute to any of this conversation. I'm at Unabashed James, and I'm ready to discuss things, but I will be looking stuff up on Wikipedia, so you are the expert if you are coming to me with almost any knowledge at all, because I've basically <laughs> shared what I know here. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Um, we are proud members of the Scavengers Network. Um, you can go to, I almost said of the Patreon Network. The Patreon Network, Network yeah. Yep. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network, and if you like what you're listening to, then may I suggest that if you have a couple extra bucks in your pocket, maybe you go over to patreon.com slash the scavengers network, and maybe you kick a couple of those extra bucks our way. Because for $2 a month, you can get all sorts of awesome bonus content. We have newsletters, we have recommendations lists. Sometimes those things actually go out during the month that they're supposed to go out. Which is a fun gift. Which is, yeah, a surprise and a fun <laughs> thing. Um, we have audio content. And this, mm-hmm. and when I say we, I mean me and James, but also I mean like the network on right. the whole. Hey, listen, if you are curious and you're like, uh, I get enough of you two knuckleheads during the week, I'm fine. Let me, let me please tell you, chip in $2 a month to watch the video that Mason posted in mid-September. I don't know yes. when you're listening to this. I don't know when it's coming out. Go watch Mason's audio tips, or whatever he called it. Seven audio tips to record good, or whatever he called it. <laughs> it is worth the price of admission alone. Yes. It's a classic piece of film, and um, I'm going to say it way better than Bugsy Malone. I said it. I'm sorry. All right. Hot take, hot take, but uh, I said it. You know what? I I agree with you. Having <laughs> not seen Bugsy Malone, I agree with you. You know what's funny is Mason is played by a kid, too. Yeah, that that is true. <laughs> you know, Bugsy Malone, though, like, I mean, it was the 70s. It was a weird time. And as we all know, time is honeys. Go hot dogs. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.